Welcome to the Perspective Maintenance Podcast, where we approach topics from different perspectives to help us get unstuck, because I believe there's impact that only you can make. Let's get unstuck so that we can enter more fully into the potential we were designed for because a rising tide lifts all boats. And you guessed it, you are that tide. This is your host, John Chow. And yes, as you've noticed, we've been releasing these mini episodes more frequently, basically every other day, because we have 10 to get through. And I'm hoping that those who are listening to them can also kind of binge them a little bit. Although I personally feel like each of them have been quite insightful or at least thought provoking. And I'm hoping that you really are able to take some time to think about who you are, and how these guiding principles relate to you. Today, we're going to talk about guiding principle number three, assume nothing by questioning norms. Now, if you picked up on it, you're right, I'm guilty. (laughs) I've cheated, and I put two different parts of this onto one guiding principle, but I really feel like the two of them are really related. So let me prove my case to you (laughs) on why I think this is one guiding principle instead of two separately. Now, assuming nothing is a huge topic that I think, in one sense, we learned from when we were relatively young. I, there's a saying in Canada, I'm not sure if it's also elsewhere in the world, but uh, we should never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me, A-S-S-U-M-E, um, which is something that I learned relatively young. And it was always kind of a cheeky thing, but it's also very true. And I really come down to realize that assumptions only really happen when we are in two different states. We are either in a state of overconfidence or we're in a state of ignorance. Now, growing up, ignorance was more so my thing. I think I just shied away from too many things or being exposed to too many things or thinking about too many things because I didn't have a sense of belief in myself and my own intelligence. And this is actually something we're going to talk about a little bit later, which is really cool. So um, one of the things I'm really grateful to my older brother about, uh, he's five years older than me, is that he always gave me a very hard time if I was ignorant. I, he would be like, John, are you reading the news? Do you know what's going on around the world? What is your opinion on politics right now? And it was always very frustrating because I'm kind of like, get off my back. I just want to watch wrestling <laughs> or whatever it is that I wanted to do. Um, and But he basically in a very nice way, shamed me into uh, reading more and being more aware of what's going on around the world. And I really have to say that my own personal development journey really started from him. And so ignorance is a terrible place to be because it's a vicious cycle. When we are ignorant of something, we feel ashamed of it. So then we become more ignorant and then we just want to hide and not talk to anybody about anything. And then we also shy away from social situations where we would have to talk about a certain topic. And for me, I just also, this was combined with not really knowing my own opinion and wanting to be a people pleaser. So I would always then just be overly agreeable, which is not a great thing. So much has changed. And the other side of the spectrum of ignorance is overconfidence. Now, overconfidence is a little bit scary because when we think we know better, we're not able to have a growth mindset. And so I wanted to spend a couple of minutes to talk to you all about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And this is a term that you probably heard before. And I'm hoping that we can elaborate a little bit more on this based off of one of my favorite books from last year. Uh, It is by Angela Duckworth. The book is called Grit. 
And she talks so much about what causes grit. But in this case, she also is talking about what limits grit. And the growth mindset, fixed mindset difference is what makes a really huge difference. So for example, if you have a growth mindset, then for you, it is possible to get smarter if you're given the right opportunities and support. And if you try hard enough, and if you believe you can do it. With a fixed mindset, however, if you interpret a setback, if you encounter a setback, it's very likely that you interpret, if you have a fixed mindset, you interpret that setback as evidence that after all, you don't have, quote, quote, the right stuff, you're not good enough for it. And so what really happens is when we have either a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, it determines what happens to us when we get stuck. When we get stuck with a fixed mindset, we are kind of like, oh, this isn't my thing. Let me stay in my lane. I'm going to go do this other thing, which is much more my thing. If we have a growth mindset, we will say, oh, damn, uh, this is hard. Let me see what I can learn from this. Ask around, get some feedback and figure out how this weakness can eventually become my strength, which is really interesting. And so since we've been talking about state of mind, there is a certain list then of the difference between uh, people with the mindset or the, um, yeah, the mindset or the, the state of being with a fixed mindset. So for example, people with a fixed mindset avoid challenges. They give up easily. They feel threatened by other people's success. They desire to look smart. Effort is kind of fruitless. They tend to ignore feedback and they believe in fixed abilities. Growth mindset, however, where this is where people persevere in the face of failure. Effort is required to build new skill sets, find inspiration in others' success. They embrace challenges, accept criticism, desire to learn, and they build abilities. Now, when I read those two lists, I really want you to be honest with yourself. Which of those did you really feel like you identified with some more? If it is more in the fixed category, well, guess what? It's not too late. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to stay fixed. You can be in a growth mindset. And being in a growth mindset is actually very uncomfortable because there is a lot of admittance of knowing, knowing that you don't know. There is a lot of realization that we come up short, but the humility, the humbleness that we could have would actually benefit us in the long run, which is so, so important. And so why assuming nothing is so important is because when we assume uh, and then we get it wrong, it likely puts us in a place where it's very similar to unpreparedness. It just leads us to be stuck. Now, I want to bring up one last point about this, which is very important, is the way that we actually speak to children makes a really big difference in how they either have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. For example, if we tell a child, you are a natural, I love that, or great job, you're so talented, or this is hard, don't feel bad if you can't do it, then we're basically telling them that talent or innate ability is all that matters. Focus on your strengths ignore your weaknesses, and they're likely to actually have very low grit because this undermines their growth mindset. It tells them to think about themselves in a fixed mindset.
However, if we were to actually change the way that we speak to children and we can promote the growth mindset by saying things like, you're a learner, I love that, or that didn't work, let's talk about how you approached it and what might work better. Or we can say, great job, what's one thing that could have been even better? Or this is hard, don't feel bad if you can't do it yet. And so it gives children an understanding because they're so intuitive that this current state that they're in is not the in-all and be-all. They're going to develop more grit and they're going to be people who persevere and they grow up to have an an incredible amount of perseverance because they will have to adapt it, a growth mentality, and they will realize that whether they can do something right now or not, whether they have talent or not, makes no difference to an outcome because they can actually be in control of that. So this is addressing then the assume nothing part. Now, um, why questioning norms? This is another part that I hold really close to my heart because I grew up with a very strong set of norms. And there isn't anything wrong with that. I'm not telling you to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to questioning norms. If you've never heard that saying, (laughs) it basically means that, you know, I'm not trying to say question norms and then throw them out and don't, uh, don't, um, don't accept them anymore. No, the idea behind this is, Question your norms and decide whether these are still going to be things that you accept into your life or not. Because the situation with norms is that norms are imposed on us. Norms are taught to us when we were young, just like whether a kid will have the idea that they have a fixed mindset or kids are being open to a growth mindset. These are norms that then are taught to them. So challenging norms could mean, oh, Uh, you know, am I really talented? Is talent everything that there is to do with being good at something? Can somebody who's not talented can also be good at something? That's considered questioning the norm. Questioning a norm can also be, do I really have to think about how I can approach this better? (laughs) You know, people can question the norm of a growth mindset. And so having the ability to be open-minded about why we think what we think is so important to the ability of getting unstuck because so many times the reason why we do feel stuck is because things have always been done this way. And I'm sure we've heard this in organizations that are very old school. These are very limiting mindsets of things have always been done this way. Therefore, there are no other ways to think about it. And so when we are in the kind of state, then we get stuck very easily. But if we can be in a state of questioning things in a respectful, curious way, then we're able to be such healthy people because we're constantly assessing why we think the way that we do. And this way, we might catch ourselves if we start to think something that isn't healthy, that might be ingrained in us from a previous situation that causes us to spiral into being stuck. If we're able to question our norms, We're actually the ones who are in full control of whether we become stuck or not, because we can decide to not follow the norm that we have learned before that is making us feel a certain way. Or we can decide to keep a really healthy norm instead of having a bad habit. And so for today, our our homework really is, I want you to think about the last time you assumed something. 
And why did you do it? Is it because you ran out of time and you just needed to make a decision? So you made an assumption. Is it because you were frustrated or short-tempered, or you just felt like you didn't have the patience to, to think about it some more? So you assumed what is the intentionality behind the habit of your own habit of assuming? This is a great way for us to really get to know ourselves better. The second question that I really want you to think about is, what are some norms in my life that do not serve me? I'm going to say it again. What are some norms in my life that do not serve me? Because then when we can question these norms and find out where they come from, why we think the way that we think that causes us then to have that kind of state and accept that norm that does not serve us, then we can develop new norms that will be much more healthy for us. So these are our two homework questions. I would really love to hear from you what your thoughts are about this specific topic. It's a little bit of an icky one, of course. All of these are going to be, and that's why there are guiding principles. And so feel free to follow me on Instagram at the John Collective. I would really love to hear what you thought of, think about the series so far. And also um, you can provide feedback in the show notes. There is a form that I would love for you to fill out just to get to know where you would like to hear uh, what you would like to hear more from this podcast and which direction you would like it to go. Um, if you are listening to this, today is February the oh, January the 31st. This um, week on Thursday and Friday, which is February the 3rd and the 4th, there is going to be a special event that I'm going to host. And that is all about getting to know the gremlins who that are inside of us that are calling out um, our insecurities, telling us that we are uh, comparing ourselves to other people, telling us that we are uh, no, not enough, uh, really trying to get us to embrace perfectionism because it's an armor that we hide behind. Everything that is related to um, the book of the gifts of imperfection is related to the, the gremlins. And so I invite you, if you're listening to this before February 3rd and 4th of 2022, um, to go to the johncollective.com slash check-in and join me for the gremlin check-in where we're going to get to know your gremlins a little bit better because when you can have a really good relationship with your gremlins and also then have these guiding principles the two together is going to be a magic combination of you living your best year yet. And I'm so excited for that. Um, so until then, uh, once again, I'm going to release a workbook for everything related to this. So please do these homework um, challenges so that you can really reflect and then later on transcribe them onto this workbook. And you're going to be able to find yourself in a brand new state of being unstuck. <music>